there was one year where I had a really bad, like my mental health took a bad dive. Work got on top of me. I just wasn't getting the support that I needed. And I just remember driving home one day and thinking, if I just swerved this car, then I wouldn't have to deal with that stuff. And that's not a good place to, you shouldn't be thinking that. Losing weight isn't easy. And some days we can feel like we need some extra help. Welcome to the Weight Loss Warrior podcast, the show where we share inspiring real-life success stories from normal, everyday people like you and I. Listen to how each of our guests managed to overcome their personal challenges to lose the weight they wanted as they talk about the secrets to their success and give great advice that you can benefit from. Become part of our tribe and use the Weight Loss Warrior podcast as your source of motivation and support to help you on your weight loss transformation. And now, your host and friend, Carl Radley. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of the Weight Loss Warrior podcast. I'm Carl, your host, and this is the podcast where we share weight loss success stories from people all over the world. Today, I have a special guest from Swindon. Her name is Max, and she is actually an ambassador for Weight Watchers. So I'm very interested to hear more about that and what that involves. Max, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Doing great. I really appreciate you joining me. I'm really excited to hear more about your journey. Um, Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So um, I live in Swindon with my boyfriend, Thomas, uh, but I grew up in a little town called Malvern, which is about an hour south of Birmingham. Um, And then after university, I moved out of the area for work. Um, I'm a forensic scientist. Very Um, interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, there's only like a few specific places where you can go to work as one of those so that's why I kind of moved out of the area and um yeah I love you know xbox music and of course food which is why we're here I suppose (laughs) absolutely I I, I'm more of a playstation person myself and xbox but you know I I appreciate anyone who enjoys I'll let it slide (laughs) yeah Although it's only been recently I've got back into it. I have two young boys and there's a long period of my life in which I wasn't playing computers, but I've got them now as an excuse to to play. So uh, Yeah, get back into it for sure. They keep beating me, which is unfortunate. <laughs> so you um, you said that you moved away from home. Um, and, and does that coincide with part of your weight loss journey? Is that part of your story in terms of... In fact, I'll tell you what, Max, why don't you tell me a bit more about the, the backstory of your your weight loss journey or or how your weight has impacted your life over the years? Yeah, I guess. I mean, when I was younger, I was, you know, quite active. Obviously, you do PE at school, but I was doing, you know, things like karate, tap dancing, break dancing, basketball and skating, all that kind of stuff. But then, you know, when you, you move into like sixth form college and you kind of get a bit more freedom, you know, you learn how to drive, you start earning a bit of pocket money and you get a bit more freedom. So, you know, free to buy your own food, your mates are driving you through the McDonald's drive through that kind of thing. Um, and, you know, and then I met someone who had a, you know, a bigger appetite, who was introducing me to lots of new foods that I'd never tried before, that kind of thing. Um, and because of that, the weight just kind of slowly crept on, but I never really realised, <laughs> to be honest, it just, maybe one day I just looked at a photo and thought, oh, that's what I look like. Um, and yeah, it kind of, yeah, I didn't didn't realise. The thing is, it's interesting you say that because I, I think that's something that if you're not necessarily suffering from, I'll say, any kind of eating disorder, if you don't suffer necessarily from binge eating or, or something in that area and you feel like you're just living a normal 
what you'd consider at that moment a normal life, it can actually be quite difficult to realize the weight is going on until, like you said, maybe you see a photo of yourself or you go to put on a, a pair of jeans that feel a bit tighter than, than they used to. And, and it's these kind of cues that actually can give you that awareness. But in a lot of cases, it can actually, you know, that, that, that journey to get to that point could be one stone. It could be, you know, quite a big amount before you actually realize it. And if you get used to living in a certain way and eating in a certain way, it's it's almost like you don't realize until it's too late and it's it's happened. I think it's it, it's a tricky one because yeah, obviously the weight creeps on slowly, and because you're seeing yourself every day, you don't notice that weight change. And for me, it's I've never really had an I've always been quite a confident person actually, so I've never really had a a problem with body image or that kind of thing. That wasn't that wasn't really a trigger or a, a red flag for me. Um, so it's just one of those weird things where I think, yeah, maybe I saw a photo and I thought, oh, I didn't realise I looked like that anymore. <laughs> no, but the thing is as well that it's obviously a bit of a social taboo to tell people, oh, you've gained weight. Exactly, yeah. Basically, to put it this way, people won't tell you you've gained weight as quickly as they'll tell you you've lost weight. You know, yeah. if, you've, if you haven't seen someone for six months and you've lost weight in that time, and then they see you and they're like, wow, you've lost weight and it's great. And it feels really nice and you appreciate the compliment. But if in that six months you've gained weight, it's not very often someone say, oh, carrying a bit of extra timber there. Or, or it's just not something that's socially done. I don't yeah. think. Yeah. Unless you're my mum, because she's very blunt. <laughs> so I think. I was, just, I was just about to say that you've usually got at least one family member. Oh, yeah. Who will, whether it's a grandparent or a parent or, or you know, there's, there's somebody who's usually not shy and just speaks her mind. And, <laughs> Although it's not usually welcome, I guess at least it's a clear indication that, that something's changed. Yeah, um, I mean, it it comes from a good place, obviously. And but but the thing is, I mean, there's only she can tell me so many times, but the 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 decision to make a change has got to come from you, hasn't it? So, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's just kind of making that decision and actually deciding to go through with it, it which is the hard part, isn't it? Of course. And and so how old were you when you would say you got to a weight that you recognized and, and realized that you'd gained weight and perhaps were not feeling as comfortable in yourself as you had done in the past? I guess it would have been kind of my kind of first years at university because I remember I remember seeing a photo of me and I could I could maybe even send it to you. But yeah, a photo of me in kind of like my Birmingham University hoodie. And I was thinking, oh, gosh, yeah, I put on a, a lot of weight there. And then I remember during one of the summer holidays, I, I joined like a previous iteration of Weight Watchers back then and did actually lose quite a bit of weight to the extent where, yeah, when I got back to uni, all my housemates were like, oh, wow, you've lost a load of weight. So, yeah, it was probably, I don't know, early 20s, probably. Okay. Okay. And, and it's, it's interesting you say it, it tied in with your university life because that's something that's, that's very common. And a lot of people I've spoken to have actually said very similar things, but they, they went to uni and exactly as you described that, that the change of lifestyle, the freedom, the, you know, going out, enjoying yourself for a lot of people, this is where there'll be a change in one way or another. And so uh, that, that does tie in quite well with, with what you said. And, and you said that you joined Weight Watchers as it was in in that at that time and you had a successful journey with that I did yeah I did 
I did lose quite, I, I can't remember exactly how much weight I lost, but I, I definitely did lose to the extent where when I got back after the summer holidays, my housemates were like, oh, wow, you, you've lost weight. Um, and I, and then I think after that, I think I kind of managed to maintain that, that weight up until maybe when I started working full time. Okay. So again, another change. And, and this is, is quite often with changes in our lives, but these as part of a weight loss journey, we actually see those differences and it, and it can usually be with a milestone in your life. So sometimes for good things, sometimes for bad things, but change nonetheless can, can usually trigger some of these things. So tell me more about that then, Max. I guess so with, with forensic science, it's quite a stressful job. You know, I work for a company, it's a, it's an independent company. So at the end of the day, we're still a business. We still have to make money. We still have turnaround times to meet and that kind of stuff. And because it's such a niche job, there's not there's not many of us for the amount of work that there is. So there's you know there's a lot of responsibility, and I think I think maybe some of that was comfort eating, perhaps. You know, I'd get home, I'd be eating massive share bars of chocolate, but not sharing them. Same with crisps, you know, massive bags of crisps and just smashing them even before I'd even started, you know, cooking dinner or, you know, eating dinner. I'd get Tom to pop by the shops and pick up, you know, chocolate and crisps and bring them home, that kind of thing. And again, that's when the weight starts creeping back on. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. It's like it only takes a few calories over your, your maintenance level for it to happen. And like you said, it, it creeps it can happen. It doesn't have to have to happen all in one go. Um, but mm. that sustained being in a calorie surplus over time is where those extra pounds can come from. Yeah, so, definitely. So that was, and, and I, I could quite easily turn this podcast episode into me asking you questions about your job because I, I find it fascinating, <laughs> but we'll stick to the program for now. And um, maybe we could do like a bonus episode or something where you tell <laughs> yeah. us all about being forensic scientists, because <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of listeners who would like to ask questions as well. Um, yeah. So then you started your job and, and some, you gained some weight and, and was there, was this, did this continue for quite some time? I guess it must have done. Yeah. Cause I mean, from the point of joining university and then coming out and going into my job at that time, I wasn't doing really much exercise at all either. I, I wasn't part of a gym. I wasn't doing any running, that kind of thing. So it was just, yeah, just me eating, doing a fairly sedentary job, just, you know, sat at a desk. And I guess, yeah, it must have just crept on over the years again, slowly. So I didn't really realise until I think one day, because we have to change into scrub sometimes at work. We've got this like changing room and there's like a little seat that you can sit on to ch get changed. But I, I remember putting my foot up there to put my safety shoes on like bending over and realizing that actually my stomach was getting in the way. I was like, oh yeah, that's not good, is it? I might have to do something about that. And so was that the moment for you then, Max, where you thought, okay, enough's enough? That was one contributing factor, but actually the main, the main um, like force for me was my health and fitness. I just wasn't in a good place, like physically. Um, 
I'd wake up with my back in agony. Sometimes my shoulders would be aching, you know, constantly. I was I was doing a bit of exercise actually. Um, there's a thing called airsofting. I don't know if you've heard of it before. Airsoft? Yeah, I, I'm familiar. Yeah. I, I actually went to a friend's birthday party and I thought I was going to paintball and I got there. It was actually an airsoft <laughs> place and it was, it was so much fun. I absolutely loved it. And for anyone who's listening who's not familiar with airsoft, it's like BB guns, basically. But it's yeah. Like, yeah. like paintball, but with BB guns. And, and they, still, yeah. they still can hurt when they catch you, especially with the heavier weighted ones, I think. Um, but oh, it's, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Lot I've of had fun. Some, some good injuries, some airsoft. But anyway, I, I was doing that. And because I was playing with like a group of mates who were like really fit and we were part of a team, I just couldn't keep up with those guys. And so I thought, you know, I want to do something about my health so that I can perform better in this team. So that was kind of one, another contributing factor. But the main, the one of the, the main thing that did it for me was we went on a hol- uh, a family holiday in August 2017. So it was me, Tom, my mum and dad. Because um, I've got family over in Los Angeles. Okay. So we went to Los Angeles. We went to Sequoia National Park. Um, you know, beautiful redwood trees, outdoors, hilly. And I just couldn't keep up with Tom. I couldn't keep up with my mum, my dad. And, you know, they're 30 years my senior. Um, and I was just, you know, blaming it on the high altitude. Oh, I can't, I'm, I'm out of breath. Oh, it must be because, you know, the air's thin up here. <laughs> but, you know, in reality, my fitness was down the drain. And my parents were a massive inspiration, actually, because, you know, my dad's 68 this year, 69, I think, you know, and he's running 10Ks, going to the gym, running 10Ks. And I'm just like, wow, that's incredible. My mum, you know, she's doing her Les Mills in the garage with her weights. I'm just like, they're putting me to shame here. I need to do something about my fitness. And that's that was like the main thing for me. So, yeah, when, when we got back from holiday that year, a few months later down the line, that's when I joined WW. Um, that's 2017, you said? That was 2017, yeah. So, yeah, August 2017 was a holiday. I joined, I rejoined Weight Watchers uh, November 2017. And then at some point I must have joined a gym as well. Um, okay. Cause there was, there was one that opened up like a new gym that had opened up just, just down the road. Like literally if you run, you could get there in a minute from my work, um, which was perfect, which cause I get an hour for lunch. So I, I go there on my lunch break, just, you know, do half an hour on my lunch break, come back, eat. And then, then it's done. Uh, and, and then, you know, that was a point where it all kind of started turning around. That's really great. And the accessibility to fitness has become so much easier over the years. And so, you know, you'll find a gym much closer to than perhaps it was years before. You don't have to travel so far. It's much more competitive in terms of pricing. It's much more open to everybody of all ages, shapes and sizes. It isn't just for like hardcore fitness people what you would expect a traditional gym years ago, you know, a bit spit and sawdust, people throwing weights around not a woman in sight. Um, mm. and now that has changed. And, and I think that's such an important change that has taken place for people to feel confident to join a gym and to actually enjoy it, not just because of a punishment because they're trying to lose weight, but also just to live a healthier life rather than focusing on weight loss, but 
something that can be sustained over time like you said so that when you get to your parents age you can be doing 10ks and you can be doing your les mills and and feel good about it but i think that those changes have to start earlier on because otherwise by the time you get to that age it may really be too late to actually change it around and, and have good health um for a lot of people unfortunately by the time they get to their 50s they start to notice a decrease in in health for a number of reasons and i think it's up and it's, it's all about what you do up until you're 50 that will carry you through for the next years in most cases so absolutely fantastic but you you know you joined the gym you started your journey in in november 2017 and did you notice the weight coming off very quickly T tell me about how you felt and and what the, those first few months looked like for you especially taking into account that christmas was there as well yeah that's true actually um I think that first Christmas I did actually lose weight because I was properly focused and in the zone when I first joined. And yeah, for me, the weight loss was actually a fairly easy thing. Um, it seemed to be coming off, you know, I was losing, you know, two pounds regularly every week, which I think is a good amount to lose um, to, to make it sustainable. Um, but I, I found that relatively easy. I didn't I didn't really feel like I was on a diet. I didn't really feel like I was restricted at all. You know, I was still eating. No, nothing was off, off limits for me still. You know, I was still eating chocolate, but just not massive share bars of it every day. You know, I, you know, cut that like portion control, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, actually, it was a fairly easy journey for me. Um, and it took me I think it was like a year just over a year to lose just over three stone and that was the lowest weight that I'd gotten since in my adult life um and even like dress size wise it was the smallest I'd been in my adult life um how did it feel yeah it was great it was great I mean like I said before kind of body image that kind of thing was it was never really an issue for me um but but now I had even more options as to what to wear and that kind of stuff, which is great. And and obviously, you know, I was I am a confident person, but you know, you gain even more confidence from from that as well. Um, and in terms of fitness, yeah, I was starting to notice that you know I could my back wasn't hurting as much anymore, and my shoulders weren't aching as much, and yeah, it was, it was great. And I was I was getting so much more energy. And, you know, Tom would even notice that <laughs> Tom always brings up this one time bef bef when I was heavier. We were wan wandering around in Pompeii and it was really hot. And I just, <laughs> I literally just stopped. And I was like, I can't go on anymore. And <laughs> and I just like sat down on the floor just because I was, you know, my feet were aching and I just didn't have the energy to go on. But things have changed now and <laughs> I can go a whole day without complaining at all so that's great and and it's those subtle changes that you notice and when i asked you i mean like, like you said you're you're someone who has not suffered so much from body image so for you i imagine the changes were probably i would say more subtle in, in terms of like you said you just noticed you weren't struggling anymore you could keep up your fitness improved your health improved and and i mean in a year you lost three stone which is fantastic so congratulations on that and, thank you and I'd, I'd like to dig more into the the ww philosophy and the way of eating that that you experienced and then went through because like i said the majority of my guests are from slimming world 
and it is slowly but, but surely evening up. But how did you find the options available in terms of eating? And w- was it easy to plan meals? Was it easy to actually follow the plan? Yeah, I found it really easy because the the iteration I did of Weight Watchers before, I did find quite restrictive. Um, but around the time when I joined, my friend had just joined and she was telling me all, all about the new plan. And I was like, this sounds great. You know, they've got zero points listed as like a list of food, you know, non-starchy vegetables, fruits, eggs, you know, like proteins, that kind of stuff beans they're all on this zero points list so you don't have to weigh them out you don't have to track them and for me that was great because I found it a bit of a a pain to be weighing everything before I could even cook a meal um you know time time is essential for me so I don't want to be spending all my time weighing out ingredients before I even get to cook them so that you know that this new plan sounded great and it, it just worked out perfectly for me um and it meant that I was cooking more things from scratch and incorporating more fruit and vegetable in, vegetables into my diet. Whereas before, you know, I'd be using sauces out of a jar, you know, really sugary sauces out of a jar and just dumping that in with a load of rice or pasta and, and not really incorporating much fruit or veg into my diet at all. So, you know, there's got to be benefits associated with that. I've, you know, I've noticed my skin better, that kind of thing. Of course, your, your body's getting more a better range of, of vitamins and minerals. And this is something I was, I was just going to say that in, in your case, it, it wasn't just a case of losing weight, but obviously, but the quality of the food and the meals that you're eating improved as well, which is, is so important again for our health. And it's, it's a subtle change, but you'd like, you say your skin will be better, your hair, um, your nails, just, just by having better quality food and a more natural, less processed food. So that's, that's really great. And, and it's, it's great to hear it. And I can tell by, you know, when you talk about it, but it's a very positive thing and, and you strike me as a very positive person anyway, actually, Max. So Max, obviously you were talking about your physical health and how being on holiday and not being able to keep up and how that was impacting you and, and noticing the difference in the way that you looked. But for many people as part of this journey, there's often a, a positive impact on mental health and I wanted to know, is that something that has changed in you since you started your journey? Yeah, definitely. I mean, like I said before, with my job, it's really stressful. Um, and I, there was one year where I had a really bad dive, like my mental health took a bad, a bad dive. Um, I just, work got on top of me. I just wasn't getting the support that I needed. And I just remember driving home one day and thinking, if I just swerved this car, then it would just, then I wouldn't have to deal with that stuff back at work. And that's not a good place to, you shouldn't be thinking that. And I'm so lucky that I had, that I've got Thomas because without him, I don't know if I would have managed. I I spent that whole weekend crying on his shoulder. Honestly, it was, it was that bad. Um, But I think with the weight loss and with joining the gym and with, how that makes you feel the endorphins that it releases you're feeling better within your physical self so you know my back stopped aching that kind of stuff that's less things for you to worry about so that you can then focus on other things and so it just somehow it's just really made my mental health improve 
I just I guess I'm in a better place to deal with those kinds of things now mm-hmm. and and I think it's it's something that like you say it's almost like a cycle in that each when you're making positive changes in your life it's like each thing helps the other thing and it goes around yeah. in, a, in a full circle so you know you, you being more physically fit you had less aches and pains so you you felt better in yourself but also i imagine there's this sense at some level either consciously or subconsciously of of achievement because each week when you're losing weight you're you know smashing those targets i think it probably makes you feel more equipped to deal with anything life could throw at you yeah i guess so i guess so um i think yeah it's just everyone has this what they call a stress bucket and there's only so much you can fit into this stress bucket and there's certain ways that you can release empty that stress bucket and I think yeah eating healthily going to the gym they're all things that can help empty that stress bucket and so you've got more room to more capacity to deal with other stressful things that might come at you so I think for me like everything's just so inextricably linked like if I'm going to the gym but eating like really calorie dense foods and I'm thinking what's the point and if I'm eating really healthily but like not looking after my physical health and I'm also thinking what's the point so I think it's just all got to link in together and that plus mental health is just so again so intertwined of course and it's all yeah it's all just and, and I think on a level that we don't realize or appreciate just how much it is intertwined and I mean from what mm. you were saying there as well that about stress buckets I, I completely uh, I love this analogy because it's, it's very true and like you, you imagine that bucket but every time something stressful happens throughout your day it gets added to that bucket into a point where it spills over and uh, I think having good health in terms of a good diet balanced diet and doing exercise it doesn't necessarily mean that there's it's going to reduce the amount of things that get thrown into that stress bucket throughout the day but I think the rate in which you're able to empty that stress bucket is greatly improved by having Mm. a healthy mind and you know a healthy diet because one of the things I think that can happen to a lot of us is that that bucket throughout the day that gets filled up with stressful things overnight from one day to the next it doesn't empty so you start the next day with already a bucket half full of stress or even completely full of stress and if you're not doing or taking actions to reduce that bucket of stress that you have, your your margin for coping is reduced. And this is where I think yeah. a lot of people slip into depression and that feeling that you can't cope because you're not empty in that stress bucket and you don't have the tools or, or the know-how to be able to do that. So you're just constantly carrying that weight on your shoulders. And, mm. and I think the gym and and like I said, a good diet, it goes a long way even without us realizing to empty that and I think it's so important yeah and and if your buck your stress bucket is nearly full really if it's not it doesn't have to there doesn't have to be something huge that triggers it it could be the smallest thing that could just make your bucket overflow Mm -hmm. and it's just yeah it's just so important and we all have different sized capacities to to, to manage stress and like you say we we're in environments that for one person something that could be stressful wouldn't even register on somebody else's stress radar you know so we're all individuals and we all have different 
ways of managing things. But I do think that for all of us, exercising good food, you know, a good diet would benefit us. Yeah, definitely. And like you said, I, I didn't really realise how much of an impact those things, those two things would have until now, now that I'm doing it. And I'm like, actually, when I look back at myself all those years ago, I was in actually a pretty bad place. And I didn't realise it. And you don't realise it at the time until something triggers you. And yeah, just when I compare myself now, I'm just in a much better place. I've got such a positive mindset, or at least I try and keep one. I try and, you know, be mindful and live in the present. And you can't worry about things that you can't control. You, you mentioned, though, that this, you know, as part of your journey, I'm guessing it has been a bit up and down. Because before we started recording, you said, you know, that uh, three stone was at your your smallest that you were or lowest weight you were but yeah. as we know it's very rarely linear so yeah. tell me more about the, the onward journey from from when you got you know had lost three stone yeah it took me about a year to lose that three stone and then I kind of maintained that up until the end of probably 2019 we went on a, a holiday to Taiwan and I as you do you put on holiday weight which is fine you know, if I if I'm not gaining weight on a holiday, then there's something wrong, isn't there? But um, <laughs> I uh, I was like, right, when we get back, I'll just lose all that weight. It'll be fine. I'll be you know back to where I was before. But that is when COVID hit, pandemic, lockdowns, all that kind of stuff, and routine went out the window. And I'm very much a person who likes their routine, and so I guess I just struggled with that. You know, I was I was lucky enough that I was. I was classed as a key worker, so I still got to go into the office and that kind of thing. But I couldn't couldn't go to the gym. Um and just I guess yeah. It was it at the end of twenty nineteen, that was a time when I was I'd started getting into weightlifting and I had, you know, set myself goals at the gym. I was like, you know, I want to deadlift a hundred K kilograms, you know, by this point and and I just couldn't continue with that because of lockdown. And, you know, Tom, Tom and I did did do um, garden workouts. We were following the, uh, he, he's got this like beach body on demand app on his phone. So we were doing insanity workouts, which was great. But then you kind of get a bit bored of it after a month of doing the same, the same thing. The novelty does wear off. Uh, yeah. I, I appreciate that. And so, yeah, I, I really struggled to find the motivation again to lose weight over that period of time and it's only really now that I'm started to started to focus and get back into the zone okay. um and and is there a reason that's triggered it this time for you to to want to to lose weight again were you feeling unhappy or, or unhealthy where you were what's I guess I guess because we're kind of coming out of this whole covid era now finally hopefully and so, yeah, I've been able to go back to the gym, slowly get back into a routine, slowly get my eating back on track. I think it's because we had, I keep on talking about going on all these holidays, but we, we had another big holiday at the end of last year. So I was like, right, what, once that's done and dusted, then I can like properly focus now that it's the new year, get back into it. And yeah, just get back to kind of where I was before, hopefully. Okay. Fair enough. And and this time round, I mean, I, I'm guessing you, you don't obviously have as much weight 
to lose to the target you want to achieve this time. So um, are you approaching it in a different way at all? I guess, yeah, I guess for me, I, I want to focus, my main focus is going to be on my fitness and health still. Um, when when we were over in, because we went back to Los Angeles end of last year and I saw my grandma, she's like 90, I think she's 90 now. Uh, and so my mum's still out there looking after her. And again, that's something else that just stayed with me in my mind. It's just like when I, if I get to that age, I just want to be able to look after myself. Do you know what I mean? I want to be fit and healthy enough to be able to walk around okay and just look after myself. And and so that's, yeah, one of my main focuses is getting a proper gym routine back and just being, you know, becoming stronger. And and with that, the weight loss will come naturally, I think. Of course. And, and, and it just listening to you say that Max it sounds that above everything else that you just want to to find like a good balance and live a healthy life and incorporate some exercise and and some lifting into that and eating well and and really just enjoying not not to become obsessive over losing weight or anything but just find your happy place in terms of a, a weight that you feel comfortable with but leave lead a, a healthy life yeah definitely I mean but it's all about balance isn't it I mean we're all busy we've got all we've all got busy lives you know I, it takes me I, I I spend two hours a day commuting to and from work I don't have that much time I can only spend half an hour at the gym at lunch if I don't go then I won't go at all so it is about finding balance and it's about you know not beating yourself up if you don't manage to get to the gym on that on one day and yeah exactly Make, making the best of what you can yeah but... exactly being kind to yourself at the same time and being realistic I think is important definitely definitely I mean you know the weights the weight would have crept on over years you can't expect it to lose weight overnight it, it's going to be a slow process and you've, you've got to be patient I agree and, and I don't think it necessarily I think it's a continuous process it's something that you always have to be considerate of and, and there's no reason why once you reach that weight that you want to that you have to abandon eating healthily and that's what I was was hinting at before that you know it's about working towards that sustainable life in which you're happy to eat and get that balance and if you go out at the weekend you don't have to be refusing certain foods if you want them because you're you're worried about the impact it will have and and this is something that I think once you get out of diet mode it's quite difficult for some people to actually lean in towards and, and achieve that just that normal pattern of of balance which yeah, I think can be quite tricky. Definitely, I think because for me, I I had goals like weight goals, kind of. But when I hit my first weight goal, I just kind of carried on. I didn't enter any maintenance mode. I was just like, I'm just going to see where my body naturally plateaus out, and then it. I was kind of that's when, you know, end of 2019 and COVID hit, and then that's when it kind of all went a bit wrong. Um, so I never got to that stage where I thought right I'm ready to start maintaining now so I think when I get to that stage I'm going to find it tricky mastering maintaining yeah and I myself have struggled with this in that mm. well it was just over a year ago that I started I, I decided right I'm going to lose some weight and then I'm going to get as strong as I can in the gym because like, I turned 40 in October this year so I thought I'm gonna, I want to arrive at 40 not just the healthiest but but as strong as I can be as fit as I can be 
and I thought losing weight would be the tricky part, but it hasn't been. Losing mm. weight for me has actually been, and, and sorry for any listeners here who want to like give me a high five to the face with a chair for saying this, <laughs> but it's it hasn't been difficult for me to lose weight because I can I, I track calories, I know exactly what my limit is, and I know that as long as I follow that, I will lose weight. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's actually gaining the weight in a controlled way and not just going all out and thinking, okay, now I want to gain weight. I want to build muscle. So I have to be in a surplus. So it doesn't matter what I eat because it's really not the case. Cause otherwise I'm just going to become heavier, but not stronger and then have a load of weight to lose and probably in a worse yeah. position when I started in. So it is tricky to find that balance. And, um, I, I know some people I've interviewed have, have managed to do that really well. And, and that's why I always encourage my listeners to follow the people who, who I speak to on the episodes because there's so much information and support to be gained from that. And, and your account is absolutely no different at all. And before we share the details of that, Max, I was going to ask, tell me if, if you could tell me a bit more about being a, a WW ambassador, what that means and what it involves. I'm curious to know. Um, so, yeah, it's basically just representing the brand and and yeah sharing trying to inspire others i suppose and being helpful where we can if there's someone that's struggling or needs to know more about the program it's trying to provide as much information as we can with that um yeah i guess it's just representing the brand i suppose okay and but so you're not a consultant as such you don't have a no no it's it's not a paid role um We'll sometimes get, you know, a few products um, gifted here and there and then we'll promote that on our Instagram pages and, you know, incorporate it into meals, that kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, it's not it's not a paid role. So it's just. OK, so, is it, yeah. I mean, that's that's good. I mean, at least that way, you know, you, you don't have to compromise yourself or what you feel. It's not as if a, it's an obligation as such. And I think as well that if it's something that's helped you and that you believe in, then why not? You know, you, I think we can all be ambassadors of things, whether it's officially or not, if it's something we believe in and we, we probably do it without even thinking about it. You know, when you have a good experience, whether it's a, a restaurant or in the gym or, or something, you will share that with people and, and you do become a brand ambassador for certain, well, for any brand or product really that you, that you believe in, especially now in this culture of leaving reviews on the internet that, that never used to exist before the internet. Um, yeah. and, and I think it's great. And I mean, your, your profile and your account on Instagram, the food you cook, I, I, I don't know if you've, are you, have you trained as a chef at all? No, no, I haven't actually. Um, I guess, wow. yeah, just self-taught. <laughs> yeah. Because really you, you, your food looks amazing. And, Thank um, you. I, I encourage everyone to go to it. Where can people find you, Max, actually? Uh, my Instagram is at Max Immortal. So it's just Max with immortal on the end of it which is a bit of a weird hand. Yeah, it, it stems back from my skating days and I literally haven't changed that handle since I was a teenager. But it's oh, that was your skating handle, was it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. I, I'll make sure if ever I'm in Swindon, I'll be looking out for graffiti as well. Anything <laughs> yeah. that says Max and Yeah. <laughs> I'll know who did that. But okay, great. And, and we're running out of time, unfortunately, on the episode. But before we wrap up, I'd love to know what advice you would give to anybody on a weight loss journey. Oh gosh, I mean, I think we've touched upon some of it already. Um, but you, you've from... given a lot of good advice already. That is true. <laughs> is there anything additional? Um, I guess for me, consistency is key. Just stick with it. You may there may be weeks where you're like maintaining or gaining. That's fine. Just trust the process. In the long term, 
you will see results. Um, you know, be kind to yourself. If, don't beat yourself up if, you know, you've gained weight or something like that. The fact that you've already decided to do something to change your your life is an important step. So, yeah. That's great. That's really great. And and like I said, you've been sprinkling inspiration and, and good advice throughout the episode. So thank you so much for that. Thank and, you. Uh, and, and I appreciate you becoming our latest weight loss warrior, Max. Thank you so much for your time today. Thanks and, for having uh, me. I wish you all the best in the future. You're very welcome. Take care and thanks very much. Take care. Bye. I'd also like to say a big thank you to you, our listeners. I appreciate you joining us at the Weight Loss Warrior podcast and would love that you become part of our tribe. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast to never miss a new weight loss warrior tell their story. We share brand new episodes every single Monday and Thursday and hope that you join us next time. You can also find us on Instagram where we share great tips and advice on how you can lose weight in a safe and sustainable way. Simply search for Weight Loss Warrior Podcast and follow us today. Remember, be kind to yourself and keep looking forward. You can achieve your goals.